Hey y'all, you're listening to episode 40 on Abundant After Abortion. Feeling happy again. Welcome to Abundance After Abortion. If you have had an abortion, girlfriend, you are in the right place at the right time. You are fearfully and wonderfully made and your life has purpose and meaning. And so does your little one. John 10.10 says, Christ died that we may have life and that to the full, or what other translations say, in abundance, not to the exclusion of those who have had an abortion. So I am so glad you're tuning in. Now let's get into today's episode. Well, hello, everybody. We are back at the podcast (laughs) obviously here we are um I have been under the weather and now I'm over it we are back at it oh my goodness so and Sam is here with us today hopefully he doesn't get into his little chirping spurts but if I sound a little congested my apologies (sighs) it is the middle of December the 15th when this episode comes out so literally smack dab in the middle of December and what a whirlwind of a month last week was Voxer week yes and then I came down with the bug came down with something I don't know for just over the weekend so feeling a zillion times better And now it's the middle of December. So I have been thinking, wow, about each of you. I have been thinking about each and every one of you. So many of you, like your faces come to my mind and I think about your story and your situation and where you're at in life. And I just have been saying some prayers and really feeling for you, for each of you, honestly. And as I was thinking about it being December and Christmas and the holidays and we have our apartment is decked out. I love to decorate. I love to put a ton of lights everywhere. So our tree is up. We've got lights and cute decorations and we're playing Christmas music. I go all out. We like to go all out. So just side note, um, in addition to all that, our latest craze has been to put a scene on the TV of like, you can YouTube Christmas ambiance or Christmas fireplace crackling or something. And you can find tons of cute scenes, either with music or with just the fireplace crackling. That's our latest craze. We'll just have that on and it's so fun to watch and listen and look at and Sam um so I know that obviously the holidays can be challenging for many reasons but as I've been thinking about each of you and again like your story and how you're feeling and what you've been through wow I was just thinking of like what I could give you 
what I would like to give you. If there was anything that I would want for you or wish that I could give you, which I will say I believe that I can uh, <clears throat> through coaching, but what my Christmas wish <laughs> for you uh, would be is to feel happy again. I think an older version of me, like a previous version of me, would think that that's corny. <laughs> that's really cheesy, Katie. I feel happy again. Ah. <sighs> but that's what comes to mind when I think about your stories and what you've shared and what I've heard and what I know about each of you. I'm just like, oh, I, I want you to be happy again. And... That's not like permanently forever clown face happy. I'm happy forever now, always, because it's going to wax and wane. We're going to feel it, and then we're going to feel other things. But I genuinely would wish for you and want for you to feel happy again. Like true joy that makes your heart want to burst. You know that feeling? That's like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. I could just explode with joy. And um, <clears throat> maybe you haven't felt that for a long time. Maybe you are feeling it again. And I'm so glad if that is just like picking at your heart and a little ray of sunshine is beaming through. <sighs> So if I can offer a few points uh, today to help with this idea of feeling happy again, that's going to be my goal. So I have you in mind. I see your face. I remember talking with you over Zoom, um, hearing your voice. So I have you in mind and I'm thinking... That to feel happy again, if that, if you wish for that too, if you want that, maybe, maybe just over the holiday season, like, please just let me feel a little joy, a little happy again over the holidays. And then I can go back, <laughs> just please over the holidays or period in general. Okay. Um, <clears throat> girlfriend. Point one is to decide. So if you are like, yeah, I could use a dose of joy. I really wish I could feel happy again. I want to feel happy again. And there might be that tug, that tug of war of like, I don't deserve to be happy. Or like the thoughts that come of I can't. For so many reasons. Okay, we're talking about abortion, yes. But first, I know there are so many things pulling at us and so many reasons for us to feel sad and stressed and anxious and stuck and yuck. <laughs> but if you would wish or want to feel happy again, I'm going to say that you have to decide. There is so much power in making decisions. Um, I 
yes, I can totally tell that there might be some dispute as well about like, yeah, Katie, I've decided things a hundred thousand times and I don't have the motivation. I can't follow through. I keep going back on myself. I can't like stick to my word. I get it. Yes, you still have to decide. That is still step one. I mean, that is still a point, not necessarily step one, but you still have to decide. And uh, if you've been wishy-washy or in and out of depression, what have you, and you just like feel like, I can't decide, I can't stick with my decision, Maybe you're like, I've, yeah, I've, I've tried to get healthy again, or I've tried to lose weight and that doesn't work. And I've decided and it still didn't happen. You can feel discouraged. Okay. And like, I don't have the trust in myself to follow through with my decisions. It's okay. You still have to decide. It's okay. All of those things are not your fate are not the final say, are not like the permanent dead end, that's it. You're never gonna X, Y, Z because you decided and it didn't work and now you're never going to, okay? Like, I hope that makes sense. So you still have to decide. All your power lies in your decisions. Nothing happens until you decide to. And even then, even when you decide, make a decision... You still haven't done anything yet. You still haven't taken action. So you can decide to be happy. And that is a powerful thing. But even after you decide, you haven't done anything yet. Okay, you haven't peeled out a joke book. You haven't done anything to lift your spirits yet. Okay, you've just made the decision. Um, On my consults, I help my potential client to decide if working together is the next best step for them or if it isn't. Either way, at the end of our call, they have come to a decision. It is so important to have as few open ends going in our life as possible. When we, it's like having open tabs. I have like, I don't know, 10 open right now. It's like having open tabs on your computer. It takes energy. Your computer is like trying to remember everything going on in the background and on this screen and on that screen and everything you have saved in the middle. So it takes energy to have open decisions, to have things open-ended. The more you can have decided, like, it closes that energy loop, if you will. So you might be thinking like, yep, Katie, I've made decisions before. What is making a decision to be happy? Like what's going to be different this time when it's a decision that got me in this place where I'm at in the first place? So... I've made decisions before, some not so great. So how do I just decide to be happy when a decision is what got me in how I'm feeling negatively in the first place? But again, that is just it. 
decisions are where our power lies. And even if we make a decision and it leads to something we didn't know, like we took a risk or I didn't know I was going to feel this way after having my abortion, I didn't know that. And so I go back on my decision or I regret or I wish I didn't make this decision. Girlfriend, ugh. Yes, we learn by experience. Yes, we learn by doing. And sometimes we don't know until we do, until we say yes or decide. No matter what happens on the other side of your decision, you can always work through it. I am living proof and I want to relay to you that this is true. Whether you are hesitant or fearful uh, about deciding and you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. Is this going to work out or not? I'm afraid. (laughs) I can't decide. I'm scared. Whatever you decide, even when you don't know what the outcome, potential outcome is going to be, whatever it is, you can be confident that you can work through it. You have what it takes right now. I promise because that is what I do as a coach. I help my clients. I help you bring out your best. You do it. You have it already. And you just bring it out and cultivate that. So it's okay to be scared. It's okay to not have the skill of following through with your own word. You have the ability and the potential to, and we just grow that together, okay? So number one, you decide that you're going to be happy again. Okay, (laughs) if you hear me blowing, it's because my bird, Sam, like, has a lot of little feathers that come out when he cleans himself and and so there's just like little floaty feathers all over Sam okay and I'm drinking water too because I'm a little dry and scratchy number two is to let go of judgment were you already uh, feeling like you were judging your decision judging the decision to decide (laughs) like Oh, decide, like, yeah, that's going to work, or that can't be all, that's not enough, or I can't follow through with my decisions, I always change my mind, or regret my choice, etc. You might be judging (laughs) your decision, or the idea of making a decision. You might be judging your feelings, too. So you're going to decide to be happy again, and then guess what? You're not going to be happy. Don't judge that. (laughs) I, I promise that's going to happen. You're going to be like, all right, foot in the sand. I am going to be happy again. I'm deciding. Katie said decide. I'm going to decide. Boom. Going to be happy. And then two minutes from now, you're not going to be happy. Okay, that is okay. Don't be like, oh my gosh, this is never going to get better. I'm never going to get over this. It's always going to be this way. I can't. I don't have what it takes. Like That is all telling a story about the circumstance. And you are always deciding what to spin about your circumstances. 
So you're going to decide to be happy. And then two seconds from now, you're not going to be happy. And you might be like, blankety blank. I hate this. I can't. I'm never la la la. (sighs) That's your decision to see it that way. Do you see that? I mean, does that make sense? You are deciding to see it that way and define that situation to mean those things. You've ch- you've chosen to make it mean that because I'm not happy after I decided to be, I can't do it. I don't have what it takes. I'm never going to change. I'm always going to be stuck. Like, do you hear these stories, these interpretations that we tell ourselves? And that is our choice to do so. Okay, so it's like... Oh, I've been there so many times. It's like breaking a bad habit. We have this habit, this tendency to define things like this, to be down, to be negative, to say this is how it is, to judge. We have this habit of being this way, doing these things. We're going to break this habit. It starts gradually. It starts gently, patiently, lovingly. Gradually, we're going to break this habit. So just be patient. When you see that you're doing this, just be like, oh, you could talk to yourself. That's okay. Maybe you already do. (laughs) When you see yourself spinning a negative story about, I'm always going to be stuck. I'm never going to be happy. This is awful. I can't. Okay, when you see yourself doing this, Just be like, oh, the fuzz, y'all. Oh my gosh, okay. You can be like, oh, brain, I see what you're doing. Just call it out. Oh, brain, you're doing that thing again. Oh, I'm doing that thing where I go to my demise. (laughs) I'm doing that thing where I am really negative about my situation or how I'm feeling. Oh, it's happening again. So you're going to grow in your awareness of this habit. That is so powerful because once you're aware, you can make a decision and all your power is in your decisions, but you can't make a decision if you're not aware of what you're thinking and saying because you're not deciding, you're just believing. If you're not aware, you're just believing what you're thinking and saying. And so, I mean, that is a decision, but you're not aware of it, okay? All right, so we have to make a decision. We have to let go of judgment. That's number two. Don't judge. You're going to decide to be happy, and then two seconds from now, you're not going to be happy, and you're going to be like, God darn it, I'm never, oh, this is so frustrating. And you're going to have the negative spin. It's okay, just see it. Be aware when that happens. Have utmost compassion, grace, patience. Breathe through it for yourself. Number three. Your decisions trump what other people say. Mm, You are stepping into your own power. Other people are going to tell you things. They're going to give you advice. They're going to share their stories and what it was like for them. But they're not you. Nobody else is you. You are you. And your decisions trump what other people say. Why? Because nobody has power over you. Your decisions are your power. 
And when you decide something, when you make decisions, your energy changes, your focus changes, the chemistry in your body changes. Nobody else can have anything to do with that. You have that power. No one is in control of how you think. Therefore, no one is in control of how you feel. Uh, And here's what goes along with that. (laughs) Because you're like, no way, Katie. People make me frustrated all the time. My family, my mom, my siblings, my partner, my in-laws, they X, Y, Z, and I am so upset or frustrated or I feel hurt by that. So we're, we're putting our emotional well-being outside of ourselves and saying it's in somebody else's hands for how I feel. I know that's very common. We all do this. But the truth is no one is in control of how you think and therefore no one can control how you feel. We have that control because we decide, there's that word again, we are the ones who decide what we think about what these people around us say and do to us that we think is frustrating or upsetting to us. So people around us, they're going to behave certain ways. They're going to say things to us. They're going to do things. And that's not what makes us frustrated or upset or hurt. It's what we think about those things that make us feel upset, frustrated, hurt. Did you get that? So that is why the statement is true No one can control how you feel. Only you have that power, that ability. And if you're thinking that so-and-so frustrated me, ask what what I'm thinking about. What I'm thinking about them or what they did that is making me feel frustrated. Again, we want to be aware of what that is because until we're aware, we're just believing our thoughts to be true, but we haven't questioned it. We haven't even pinpointed what our thought is about what so-and-so said or did. That's making us frustrated. So whenever you're feeling an emotion, you can always go back to, wait, holy cow, what in the world am I thinking that's making me feel this way? Okay, a journal about it. Journal it. Um, So you might hear other people say things like recovering from an abortion or abortions takes a really long time. You might hear their stories of how they've struggled for years after their abortion and how hard it was. And you might hear things from other people that you think impacts your ability to be happy. Not true. You can be happy in the blink of an eye. You can be happy in a split second. You can be happy whenever you want. You have that ability. And sometimes that seems hard. That's what I'm talking about. Sometimes it seems really hard to find something to be happy about or to really genuinely, truly feel happy. It might be really, really, like it might seem really, really hard to feel happy. 
And all that is, is a skill. There's nothing wrong with you. You aren't broken. You don't need a magic pill. We all can use help in different ways. Counseling, therapy, coaching, hem. We can all use, just like going to the gym and lifting a weight. I need a thing. I need a resource to help me get stronger, to build my skill. If I want to make a decision, but I don't trust myself to follow through with that decision, that just means I have a skill to build. And the only way to build the skill is to break it down, is to go through the mud. That's how we get stronger. That's how we get punctual. That's how we um, we got to make a mistake in order to learn the right way to do something. Or like, I got to go the wrong way to know. I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to only do it wrong and only to, in order to only ever do it right, okay? <laughs> but we can't like close ourselves off from being willing. Um, okay, so other people might tell you things or give you advice or you can be happy. That's what it was. You can grow your skill of being happy on command when you want. And it's like being on a spectrum. You might be on one end of the spectrum where it's like most of the time I'm sad. Most of the time I'm depressed or I'm stressed or I'm negative. Like you might be at a one and slowly you go to like two, then three, then back down to one, then two, then three, then two. Then you just work your way up. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It's possible to get better. Like I say, grow the skill of being happy, fill in that blank, trusting yourself. Trusting your decision, your ability to follow through with what you say. And nobody else can decide that for you. So what you decide trumps what other people say. If you have questions about what I'm talking about, or you're not sure, or you're like, what about this situation, Katie? (laughs) I invite you to message me. We can talk about what about this situation, or how does that apply here? Let's talk about it. I invite you to DM me, message me, reach out in some way, shape, or form. You can always get on my email list. Uh, I think, I mean, I have that in the show notes. Not I think, because I'm going to do it when we're done here. (laughs) I will have that in the show notes, so you can always just be an email shot away. All right, last but not least, number four. (sighs) Let me recap. So we've decided... All right, we've made the decision. I want to feel happy again. We're going to let go of judgment. By the way, your decision trumps what anybody else says. Nobody is you. Nobody can make you think. Only you decide what you think. And by the way, you have thoughts about other people. How they treat you, what they say to you, what they do to you. You have thoughts about those things. And that is what makes you feel X, Y, Z, left out, rejected. Okay, it's your thoughts. Um, We just, that is important because we want to know that we are 
we have that agency. Nothing is ever outside of your control. I mean, circumstances are outside of your control, but you always have the agency to choose what you think. And it starts by being aware of your thoughts first. That's it. Step one. Okay, before we do anything else, you have to know what your thoughts are. Last but not least, what you focus on expands. Who hasn't heard that? (laughs) What you focus on grows. Where your energy goes, focus flows, energy, that thing. That saying, that's like that. Okay, what you focus on expands. And we're talking about breaking habits. Talking about breaking habits, I am listening again to the book. It's it's on YouTube if you want to look it up <clears throat> and give it a listen by Joe Dispenza, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Very enlightening, very eye-opening. It's very kind of um, neurological, scientifical, but it gives you the science behind our thoughts, how we create a temperament, how we grow our personality, how we have our state of being, and how to get get from where we're at to where we want to go. Um, oh my goodness, Sam. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <sighs> the fluff. Okay. Breaking the habit of being yourself. Um, yeah, is just I mean, I recommend it. Let's just move on. Because <laughs> um, we get in these thought patterns, these habits, these ways of being, and don't even know how we got there or realize our contribution in that and how we break out of that. Because right now, you might feel that pain is all you can feel. Sadness, loneliness, you might feel like that's the only emotion I can experience in my body. So what you focus on expands. And that's true. That's what um, he talks about in that book. What you focus on expands. Like the more you feel something, it's like thinking, feeling, thinking, feeling, thinking, feeling. You think, then you feel. And because you feel, therefore you think. And it's just this continuous loop that becomes our state of being. And so it feels like, how do I ever get out of this? How can I ever change this? This is all I know. This is all I feel. <sighs> we can have these feelings and habits and tendencies like for much of our life. We have characteristics about us that we've ha- like carried with us much of our life. So you might think like right now all I can feel is XYZ. And that that's okay cuz that's our starting point. It's okay. You have the ability to grow in your skill of being aware of what your thoughts are having compassion for how you feel and allow instead of resist. Trying to think if we've talked about resisting here on the podcast, like resisting our emotions. We want to allow. I know I've talked about processing emotions in past episodes, but 
yeah, uh, uh, in past episodes, talked about processing emotions. Don't judge, allow, feel into it, breathe into it. If you want, I can walk you through this. But when you decide and tell yourself, I'm going to be happy again, and you uh, you decide, I just said that. <laughs> I also said when you make decisions, when you decide, like something about you changes. Your energy changes when you decide. That's why there is power in our decisions and what you focus on expands. So even though like that might seem like the biggest mountain to climb, I'm going to be happy again. I'm going to feel happy again. That feels like the biggest mountain to climb right now. Something has still changed inside of you. The chemistry in your body, because our brain literally changes when we think, when we think thoughts. So there are literal physical changes happening when you think and decide and tell yourself, I am going to be happy again. I want to, well, I want to, I'm going to, I will be happy again. And what that does is tell your mind to find how that's true. Maybe you've heard about your reticular activating system, your RAS, like... When you buy a new car and it's a silver Cadillac and you go out, all you see are silver Cadillacs because your reticular activating system has been activated and now that's all you can see, like having rose-colored glasses on. Everything you see is what you've brought to your awareness. So when you tell yourself, I'm going to be happy again, (sighs) Your brain is like, oh, really? How so? How is that true? How could that be real? Like, it's going to go to work to find in your environment how this is true. And then, if anything, it's going to go to work to create that to be true when you decide. Your reticular activating system is going to come on and be like, oh, how am I happy? I'm happy? How? Where? Why? <clears throat> and uh, even find reasons or create reasons to be happy. And it's okay. Don't judge. That was step two. It's okay if you go up and then you go down. I found something to be happy and then I found something to be grumpy about. <laughs> grumpy Sam. <clears throat> Sam? Okay. So that is what I have for you. I wish and want and desire you to be happy to feel happy I know it's possible maybe little glimmers at a time and it's okay to wax and wane okay if you again if you want to talk about any of these things or you have questions or you want to work through some of your thoughts or your emotions that's what I'm here for reach out Don't be shy or hesitant or worry like, oh, she's going to sell to me or she only works with clients or she doesn't have time for me. Like, don't don't let that fog your brain. Okay. All right. There you have it. And um, get on my email list, of course, if you're not already. Like I say, link in the show notes. It's December 15th. It's the middle of the month. Two weeks a week. A week and a couple days. 
till Christmas. So sending you all the warmest vibes in the world and I will see you next week. Hey, I am so glad you're listening to Abundant After Abortion. I've just got a favor to ask. Okay, two favors. If you wouldn't mind giving this podcast a quick five-star rating, just scroll down to the bottom of the page on your phone and tap to rate. Second, if you know someone who needs to hear a message of hope and love after having an abortion of their own, would you send this to them? I won't give you numbers or statistics, but suffice it to say there are a lot of women who have had abortions that we probably don't even know of because many of us are suffering in silence for so many reasons. We're not even open or sharing about it. Lastly, I am here to walk this journey with you. Click my milkshake link where you'll find all the ways that we can get connected. You can sign up for my freebie, deflating the stress balloon. You can join my email list. You can register for my latest webinar or sign up for a consultation so we can coach together for abundance after abortion. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week.